Today's show is brought to you by LootCrate.com. Save 10% on any new subscription at www.trylootcrate.com backslash I-W-T-O. Enter promo code BRIDGE10 for 10% savings. Yeah, so I mean, the biggest issue, I think, is that I'm afraid to say anything on the podcast at this point because chances are, with how things have been going, it will come true at some point. Well, if you say that, it, it might jinx it and it, it'll stop working. I don't know, though, because, like, it's the most mundane stuff that's being just, like, up, getting thrown back at us, basically. Almost like someone's taunting us. Right, 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 right. It's like, hey, let's talk about Dungeons & Dragons. Suddenly, Dungeons & Dragons movie in the works. It's like, okay, interesting. Let's watch The Emperor's New Groove. Uh, Emperor's New Groove, Funko's Revealed. <laughs> I think that's the one that messed me up the most, yeah, like, internally. because that's, like, ha- that's so specific. Mm-hmm. Like, I-, I need the NSA agent or, like, the FCC agent or the FBI agent that's, like, listening in on our Google Pixel devices to know that, like, this game is a dangerous one. But we also appreciate it. Yeah, no, we appreciate it because it definitely makes us feel like we have some predictive power. Yeah, some magical s- energy. Energy. Energy co. That's that's allowing us to make these educated guesses and decisions. They're not hypothesized. No. They're educated guesses. These They're are educated. Different things. <laughs> Welcome to episode 88 of It Ooh. Won't Turn Off. It Won't Turn Off. Here's our intro music. So, Andrew. <coughs> yeah, what's up? So, Andrew. Yeah. What media have you been consuming over the past couple of weeks? Uh, less than usual, it feels like. I've been really? very busy, but I have been keeping up with... We, I watched a lot of movies. Last night, we watched uh, Kiki's Delivery Service. We watched Kiki's Delivery Service. It's a very fun movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, several nights ago, to celebrate Valentine's Day, what did we watch, Britain? What did we watch on Valentine's Day? That's we, a really good question. We watched... Because I don't remember what we watched on Valentine's Day. Oh, wait, yes, I did. You know exactly yeah, what we Yeah, we watched The Love Witch. We watched The Love Witch. 2016's Love Witch. Um, which, not only is that a very fun movie, but it's a very good movie. It's a very mysterious movie, too, because you were telling me a story about how the um the cast... Not the cast, the crew was trying to shut down production of the movie. Like, it's a film. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, so when you look into... um kind of the backstory behind The Love Witch, which was specifically created to kind of mimic and mirror, like, 1960s filmmaking. Um, Allegedly, the crew and some of the cast had actively tried to, like, stop production of this film from happening for some reason. Mostly, it seems, because they didn't agree with, like, the vision, which was, I guess, I mean, I guess I would understand, but the whole movie is just about, you know, love winning, I guess. In a very broad way, it's about love winning. (laughs) It's and a, following your dreams to get what you want. It, it, but all this in a very sinister light. Yeah, no, it's super sinister. It's almost a horror movie. Almost. Um, but that being said, like, it's solid. And it's unique. I think that's the big thing. It's, it's very it's, unique. It's very unique. I've never seen anything like it. Are we allowed to tell people where they can find it? Online and on Amazon? Yeah, are we allowed to say it's on yeah. Amazon Prime as, no, of far, course. as of now? It might get off because you never know. They never tell you anything. Yeah, but it is available to to view, um, and I'm sure it's available on other services. You can, I'm sure, get the DVD and Blu-ray as well. Oh yeah. But um, 
it's definitely worth a watch. It's very classic, but it's it meshes well with I think modern filmmaking in the sense that it's it's a really good throwback and it stands alone. If, um, if you want an example of good pacing, maybe pick a different film. But uh, right, if you're if you don't care, at least for one night. If you really like roller coasters. And emotions, <laughs> and roller coasters of said emotions. If you like yeah, roller coasters that don't actually make sense with, with when they go fast and slow. If you like user created roller coaster tycoon roller coasters. If you just like that, hop fun. on board. Hop on board. <laughs> yeah. So so there's that. Have you been you've been playing things? I'm sure you've been playing at least one thing. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Um, I've been playing the <laughs> DS game. I can't believe I have to remind you about it. Dragon Ball Fusions. Well, I only I've been playing Dragon Ball stuff lately. It's getting annoying, you know, to have to like tell people this is what I'm doing. Dragon Ball Fusions for the Nintendo DS. I didn't expect to enjoy it as much as I am. Have you did Did you ever play marbles as a kid, Britain? Have I played marbles? Yeah, when you flick marbles at things, and they they scatter. Um, I've definitely I saw it maybe. But I don't think I ever like created it. All right, well that's Dragon Ball Fusions. Marbles myself. You you hit things, things hit each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, you hit a, a to your players, because it's five on five. You you make your team of Dragon Ball characters and your own created character. Sure. Uh, the name Fusions, it, it's just a mechanic in the game. Uh, it's kind of like Bravely Default, where the name suggests the mechanics of the game. Oh, okay. Sure. Uh, so, like, you fuse things. You fuse things. You can do um, an ultra fusion, which is a five-way fusion, or just create a fused character between two uh, before a match, and they stay fused as long right. as you want. So, this, I mean, it came out a couple of years ago at this point, but mm-hmm. do you think it, like, is it, is it still worth getting for someone that's, like, just getting into Dragon Ball because of the hype around fighters? And... Oh, yeah. It has characters I've never seen in a uh, Dragon Ball thing ever. Like, Goku's mom's in it. Who knew he had a mom? Well, I think most well, I did, most but... living creatures have moms. I mean, Go- Goku wouldn't even know. No, there's there's no way. So, uh, <laughs> that's about all I've been playing on my end, other than Yu-Gi-Oh!, but let's not worry about that. Wow. Yeah, no, let's absolutely not worry about that. What about you, Britton? Uh, what have I been doing? What have, what, what have I been what doing? What have you been up to? So, I have been in the middle of playing Monster Hunter World on the mm. PlayStation 4. Um which is really, really good, and you can check out my review of that on edinburghnow.com. But it's probably, I think, the best Monster Hunter game, like, without any qualification. Like, it is 100% the best Monster Hunter game. It's streamlined in the sense that it doesn't have a lot of the obtuseness that a lot of the other games had. It, and for, for 4 and 3, it seems like a lot of the design choices were consciously made to be sort of inconsistent and hard to get around, as if the controls were more of a fight than any of the monsters you ever had to fight. Well, especially on the DS. Yeah. So the fact that there's actually, like, a second stick that functions properly now... To, like, move the camera. ...is very good. Um, When you played Ultimate 3 on the 3DS, on the new 3DS with the nubbin... I didn't... I played um, it on the regular 3DS. Right. I played with the nubbin, and, like, the nubbin helped, but it would only move the camera in 90-degree angles. Well, my thumb doesn't go there. Like, that's... (laughs) My thumb doesn't want to go there. Yeah. So, it was always kind of a struggle. But graphically, it's great. Online has worked really well so far from what I tried with it. So, it's it's really good. And, I mean, there's going to be a lot of new additions to it, some of which free, some of which aren't, throughout its lifespan. So, I'm 
I'm pretty sold on it, basically. It seems to be a win for Capcom in the past couple years where they haven't been doing too, too well Mm. with uh, getting the general public to like their stuff. I mean, they've gotten... Resident Evil 7 was pretty much critically Mm -hmm. praised worldwide, which is good, because that game's great. And then you got this you have street fighter 5 is probably the only thing that wasn't appreciated well there's also marvel vs. capcom infinite yeah that... see i almost completely forgot about it so. well so did evo <laughs> the uh the big fighting tournament that uh, is at the summer yeah at the summer in the summer um <laughs> yeah no it's it's a problem i think when blaze blue is chosen over capcom blaze blue guilty gear and Dragon Ball Fighters, mm-hmm. all three of which are Arc System, Arc System Works. Works fighters. Yeah, it. I mean, which is great because they're good. Oh yeah, but it it's it's kind of jarring almost though. <laughs> because that anime fighters are back, or that anime fighters are back, and Capcom fighters are are slowing down. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's obviously room for everything, but mm-hmm. Infinite is just not. There, there won't be a a, a good enough. No. Audience. It's not great. It's not Melee. Yeah. You're right. It's not Melee. Well, no matter your opinion on Melee, people still will bring their giant TVs to Evo, and (laughs) it will get so many people. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they did did a side tournament for it before, so Mm -hmm. maybe. But, um... But yes, I've been doing that. That's been fun. Um, the Shadow of the Colossus remake is pretty alright. Um, I've been seeing a lot of, like, hate for it online. Um, because it's not quote-unquote true to the original vision, because they added trees. Because, um, like, they made And they extended made it, the draw distance. They've added modern control stuff to it, so it's not hard to Slightly control. Slightly modern, yeah. There's still, there's obviously still issues with it, because, like, even though it's a masterpiece, it was never a perfect game. No. Like, there were always issues with Shadow of Colossus, like, specifically frame rate, even for PlayStation 2 was a problem. Um, the... The fact that, I guess, everyone kind of looks at it with rose-tinted glasses, because it is one of the, the best games on PlayStation 2, and then you, you're bringing it back kind of for modern audiences. And the fact that it already sold more than the original did within a couple months is, you know, kind of telling. Well, this is my first exposure to Shadow of the Colossus. And uh, watching you play, it seems... Modern audiences may be taken aback if they're like me and they haven't played the original before. Mm-hmm. How um, straightforward it is. There's not much else, at least to the point that I've seen, uh, other than fighting the Colossi in yeah. similar ways. Which, I mean, is the point yeah. of the game. Yeah. And also to see how amazingly gorgeous it is. It's really pretty. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's super pretty. Blue Point did a really good job, mm-hmm. I think, with that. But. In in so doing, they added some, like, modern graphical flares to it. They made the forests more dense. They they did a bunch of other things that are apparently agitating purists of the video game. Well, I mean, so. setting a stage is the most important thing to doing anything. Well, and considering, like, the setting of Shadow of the Colossus is a character, like... I feel like adding to that isn't something bad. It's not like they didn't put it in trees because they didn't want to put in trees. They were making a game that won't blow up your PS2. Yeah, no, like, your PS2 could have died at any point playing Shadow of the Colossus originally, so... (laughs) Just smoke rising. (laughs) If there had been one more tree, it would not have exported. But, um... 
Yeah, so so there's there's that going on, I guess. And then I've been playing the mobile Dragon Ball game, Dokken Battle, more than I should. That? I am still on that, and I'm going to be on that for a really long time. Uh, probably. See, I, I get it, but I don't enjoy playing it. Right. No, it's not fun to play, but I like collecting the characters and watching their numbers get bigger. Well, see, that's like that's that's my thing with Yu-Gi-Oh! Is that I'm like, hey, this is a card, but can I get it shinier? Well, the thing is, is when you get a shinier Yu-Gi-Oh! card, it's just shinier. That's it. When you get a shinier character in Dokken Battle, it's stronger. Well, yes. So, that's the only thing there. That's, there a, that's kind of different. a versus mode in that? Mm, there's World Tournament, um, which is every couple months. Okay. Yeah, so so sort of. Um, so that's been fun. I've been kept busy with that, basically. Um, I watched... I tried watching Everything Sucks on Netflix. Um, I got, like, five episodes in, and I don't think it's for me. <laughs> um, I like the premise, and I like the main... The two of the main characters, but the rest are just super kind of aggravating and stereotypical 90s nerds which isn't always my favorite character trope to see <laughs> for 10 episodes. See, that's that's the thing I've noticed about Netflix. They make a oh, thing. Man, you got a, a girl number. <laughs> and then the other one's like just super like straightforward and analytical and slicks back his hair. So, and it's like, statistically speaking, you would never get a girlfriend. It's like, one note, uh, people. Yeah, it's super one note. Well, that's the thing with Netflix I've noticed. They make a thing, and they're like, look at this concept. And then <laughs> you see it, and you're like, oh. That's a concept. That's it. Oh. Yeah, conceptually, it's interesting. It's coming of age, high school in the 90s, drama, drama department stuff, AV club stuff, kind of war between clubs in, like, a almost um, mean girls or, like, Heathers type of way. But then it's just, like... Nah, we pulled the fire alarm, and now your set's kind of soggy. I guess you have to cancel your play. See, a, a different show with a very different premise and reason to watch, but the same problem would be uh, 13 Reasons Why, mm-hmm. where, like, conceptually it was a good idea, but they didn't execute it properly. Well, yeah, I mean... In my opinion. It was... Obviously, it was the book before it was the show, of but course. it became a cultural phenomenon for, I think, reasons it may not should have been kind of considered a cultural phenomenon. Yeah. Because it's just like, it's not, one, it's not healthy. Mm-mm. Like, that's the thing. It kind of glorifies certain aspects of mental illness that should not really be glorified. But I see it every day that these aspects do get glorified. Right. And, like, it's. It's different, like, talking about these issues Mm -hmm. and showing them on a show in a way that, like, people can relate to me and be like, look, if you have depression and you see this show, it's like, wow, I've been through this or something. But then you go through the whole, like, drama aspect and the dramatized thing where, like, the smallest thing tips off this character into this kind of downhill spiral. And it's, most of it makes it seem like most of the things shouldn't have happened if people had slightly more rationality to well, their actions. yeah, the whole show is just people being stupid, and then... Like, even high school rationality would have been better. Like, the principal in that show is, like, just actively antagonistic towards <laughs> this girl who obviously needs help, but it's whatever. It's, it's whatever. Anyway. Yeah. It's, I can see people liking it, but I was initially like, <laughs> episode one starts out with a song, and then within like 10 seconds, another song plays, 
and then it, another song plays after that, so, right after the intro, and it's like, wow, okay, I have emotional whiplash, and I shut it off. I shut it off, stepped away from the television, <laughs> took a deep breath, and then went back into the episode, because Space Hogs, in the meantime, um, I'm pretty sure Bare Naked Ladies one week, they all play, like, in quick succession as soon as that episode starts, and then it ends with Oasis's Wonderwall, and it's just like, you need to chill. Like, I get it. It's the 90s. See, you you didn't have that luxury of do, being able to do that in Stranger Things Season 2. No. Where that exact thing happens. The, the exact same thing happened in Stranger Things, which that is one thing that did actually kind of put me off from this season. I know oh, we, yeah. we kind of talked about it as we watched it. Well, it was after we saw the season, we we're like, okay. And then they asked, oh, you want to watch the behind-the-scenes Beyond, uh, Beyond Stranger Things? And then the creators are just like, look at all these references we made that you didn't notice, you idiots. And we're just like, oh, you this fools. is how you are? Yeah, that's literally... <laughs> that's how I picture Ernest Klein when he wrote Ready Player One. It's Ugh. just like, look at all these references. You idiots. You forgot about Pong. This is what you wanted. You forgot about um, oh, the, the text... Adventure game that starts with a Z. You forgot about Tracer from Overwatch? Oh, I did wait. forget about it. Ernest Klein would kill me. I forgot about this text-based adventure game that you can play in uh, Call of Duty Black Ops 2. Well, you better not see him in a, um, a dark Is alley. Is it Zork? I think it's Zork. But yeah, so so that's been going on. And that's been a wild ride, I guess. Um, and a little bit... Yeah, it's Zork. A little bit later, we'll talk about um, some other stuff going on with Netflix. Because there's a whole lot of content coming off there starting March 1st, and also getting added, but... Yeah, uh, but some, some friends are leaving us. Yeah, some very dear, close friends are leaving us. Mm-hmm, so we'll, we'll make sure you all know this. Yeah, yeah, so let's get into news. Ooh, I want to see news. Good, so in games, um, according to a rumor, and I must clarify that this is a rumor, it is not by any way true Okay. at the moment, but allegedly... In Weekly Shonen Jump, so you'll be able to tell us very soon whether or not this is true. Well, um, V-Jump or... I don't know. Okay. Bandai Namco will release Naruto Ultimate Ninja Storm Trilogy on the Nintendo Switch. Um, this comes from an anonymous source, so who really knows? Um, but it was reported by a website specifically devoted to Naruto news, and then I saw it on Resetera, so... See, unfortunately, I don't think I care anymore. Right. I mean, three... I mean, four, four? Storm Four. Is that? Are you Road talking about to, the one? Road I... to Bort. Yeah, that's four. That came out. Road to Bort came out what, like two years ago? Uh, several years. Well, Road to Bort came out maybe one or two years ago. Mm-hmm. Four came out like four years ago. Right. It has everyone in it, and mm-hmm. it's if you want just a Naruto game where you can be all the people and do all the things, just get four. <laughs> um. So I don't. If you have a Switch and you don't have the Storms and you really, really, really like Naruto, mm-hmm. I go for it. But I mean... But I'm not. Yeah. I mean, it had a t- it had a time in its place. I remember playing the Ultimate Ninja games on the PlayStation 2 a lot when they came out, obviously. Yeah. But I'm sure it has an audience. Like, I'm sure there is an audience on the Switch that will buy this collection. Well... Um, much like the audience that's going to buy Xenoverse 2 on the Switch. It's already out on right, the Switch. Right, right. That's what I meant. The, the Storm community online, and I only know about the this. The Storm community. Because I was, like, in there for a couple years. Sure. It, it's dead now. Like, they don't they don't care about the game anymore. And, like, maybe this will revitalize it, but I don't think so. Right. Who knows? Um, It's not exactly, like, it's not shown whether or not it is the Ninja Storm collection 
or just the Ninja Storm and then Ultimate Ninja Storm. They've abandoned n- n- Ultimate Ninja. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, no, those are those are old. But yeah. I think it's the original Storm game, so Storm yeah. 1, 2, 3. Well, Storm Trilogy is out now on yeah. PS4 and Xbox One. That makes sense, then. That, that that's, what, that's what would be coming to the Switch, at least first. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I won't buy it, but I'm sure there's <laughs> definitely an audience that would. I mean, if I get it for free. Or you could try it as part of a month-long subscription to Gamefly on us. So for you, the listeners of It Won't Turn Off, Gamefly is offering a premium free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. You can get your free trial today at GameflyOffer.com slash IWTO. That's GameflyOffer.com backslash IWTO for a free 30-day trial. Wink. Ooh. I thought that was a really good segue. That's why I wanted to oh, kind of throw, throw that in right I there. I kind of even forgot Gamefly existed. Well, now now you know they're back and better than ever, basically. They never went away. No, I know. Thing. I just don't need to rent games anymore. Stronger than ever. I remember um, back in the day when <laughs> Blockbuster still existed. Ugh, miss Blockbuster. Yeah, they, did, they had an online rental service that I definitely used several times for Bleach fighting game on the Wii. <laughs> Um, oh my god! And this was before I like came around to using GameFly, so oh. yeah. See, we I had dial-up when Blockbuster was oh, around. Oh, that makes sense. And then Blockbuster left, and I got real internet, and mm-hmm. the, the rest yeah. is history. Yeah, this was I'm talking like early 2000s is when they were like, we're gonna just do online, and no, then I, everyone was like, mm. I'm talking early 2000s. My oh. family had dial-up for too long. My mom still pays for AOL. AOL. Yeah. Like like. Like AOL. Like AOL. Like, like, wow. This is Speaking of old things coming new again, um, <laughs> Broly and Bardock have been shown off in the eight-second trailers for Fighter Z, mm-hmm. with a possible stream of gameplay apparently announced. Well, no, there's not, not even an announcement, not even a tease. Oh, However, okay. um, So then how, how do we know this? I... <laughs> Please explain. Through evidence. So Twitter... It, there's a YouTuber called Rhyme Style. He just he uploads Dragon Ball stuff all the time. He's mm-hmm. he works with Bandai Namco with their streams, and Bandai Namco made like this silly little oh playful uh t- tweet, <laughs> saying uh when like asked telling Rhyme Style hey come over and he's like but I'm playing Doken Battle and then they're like but we got Brawly and then they have the gif of Brawly sliding into the DMs. Sure. And that's the reference Bandai Namco made. This sounds like a web of mystery that we will never be able to untangle properly. It sounds like something that I shouldn't have said. Like, I feel I feel yeah. M- messy. Yeah. <laughs> no, I understand. Um, speaking of messy, The Hunt Showdown's early access is available now for Steam. Um, for those who don't know, Hunt Showdown is Crytek's 19th century monster v. human v. monster v. human game kind of taking a bit from Evolve, but also making it a first-person shooter. Well, being a person that didn't just look up this game in the last 10 seconds, seconds um, it looks very pretty no, compared yeah, to Evolve. It's super pretty. And, like, when this was first shown off, um, I got really excited about it, and then I saw that it was, like, the Monster v. Human thing. That It's like Monster v. Human v. Other Humans. So it's like a seven-person online thing, I think. It's like it sounds like a combination of that one game that came out for PS4 that everyone was excited about. Which one? Uh, the Order eighteen ninety. Yeah, eighteen eighty-six. Yeah. And uh, Evolve eighteen eighty-six was bad because it didn't. There was the game was nothing. It's a pretty movie. Yeah, <laughs> that's about it. It's a good movie. 
and um, evolve was bad because that's it. It just you shoot yeah. the things or hit the things. Right. So yeah, it's kind of a combination of those, like visually and conceptually, just mashing those together. Because I mean, nineteenth century stuff's kind of fun mm-hmm. to look at. Everyone I, loves the nineteenth century. I've been waiting for a werewolf slash vampire hunting game for like a long time. Right. So, I'm down. I mean, have you played The Witcher? I tried. Which one? Two. Oh, okay. So yeah, no, you gotta you gotta play three. Okay. Three's really good. It's the one I would recommend basically for anyone to play because while the other two do build up a lot of story, they're kind of hard to go back to well, at this three point. Three is always on sale somewhere. So three I have. So oh, I can just yeah, you can just <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, and I I think it'll probably end up being okay. But Crytek's like whole thing in recent years anyway has just been let's make it pretty more than let's make it a game. Which because that's mm, what Crisis Three was. Getting tired of that. Yeah. Um, which segues perfectly into Nino Kuni 2 Revenant Kingdom Close. that has officially gone gold and will be releasing March 23rd on PS4, featuring a revamped combat system and other quality of life adjustments from the first game. Gorgeous. Did you play the first one? I want to. I, I wanted to. I wanted to as well, and I just never really got around I to it. I watched all the cutscenes. Oh, okay. Because they were pretty. pretty. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's more than I did. But <laughs> I I definitely was super interested in it because it's like, oh, wow, Studio Ghibli and Level right. 5 making a game. It looks like a JRPG toe-to-tip. So if you're not into that, <laughs> you know, maybe don't. Yeah. It looks like a little bit more of a streamlined, like, Tales game kind of. Yeah. With a little bit monster summoning elements. And without the anime cutscenes, I'm like, mm. mm. But either way. Yeah. Um... Lastly, rounding it out for games, Final Fantasy XV Royal Edition for PC is releasing March 6th. And for a limited time, Gordon Freeman's armor from Half-Life will be available for download alongside his quote-unquote iconic crowbar um, for both use in single-player and the Comrades multiplayer expansion. Oh, God. Oh, God, why? So, you know, Half-Life 3 will never happen. No. But you can at least pretend it was as exciting as Final Fantasy XV's main story. There is so many crossovers with Final Fantasy XV that... a lot. I, like, I, I'm puzzled sometimes. Why? Because you can be dressed up as an assassin from Final... not Final Fantasy. Oh my goodness. From <laughs> Assassin's Creed <laughs> while, while wearing a cup noodle helmet while holding Gordon Freeman's crowbar. In Final Fantasy XV, which is apparently a completely other planet... Yeah. Um, and then you get a call from Lars from Tekken mm-hmm. to fight a bear. Yeah. And go fishing. In Tekken 7. In Tekken 7. Yeah. Yeah, no, they've <laughs> really done it, like, mm-hmm. as far as crossing over with things. And they're always really kind of fun and, like, tongue-in-cheek. It's not like they're supposed to be super serious. No, I love crossovers. Yeah. And, like, it's definitely the one... The, the Final Fantasy, I would want to cross over with other things anyway. Of course. Like, if they'd done that with 13, it would have felt super out of place, just tonally. Because um, 15, while it does have the whole, like, everything is going to explode in X number of days <laughs> thing, um, it's all about, you know, friendship and brotherhood. Mm-hmm. And just, and guys, just guys being dudes on the road. Yeah. So why not have an Assassin's Festival? Why not? Be Gordon Freeman. I, I can think of some reasons, but we'll, we'll ignore know. those. Yeah, I guess. So we're going to take a quick break, and when we're back, we'll get to TV and movies right here on It Won't Turn Off. Stay tuned. Welcome back to It Won't Turn Off, episode 88. 
it, you can't avoid it. It won't turn off, We're guys. Bad. It is just not going to turn off no matter what you do. Mm-hmm. Speaking of which... I really like doing the speaking of transitions, but I've been doing them a lot. So if you want to if you want to take this, um, please do. Speaking of um, that... <laughs> things uh, not going away? Things not going away. It's... McDonald's is, like, making a podcast... To announce when they're gonna bring back a sauce that no one Morty. tried. Morty, you gotta get, you gotta get the sauce, Morty. Like, uh, jokes aside, like it ain't that deep, McDonald's. Just put a Twitter. No, it's that deep. Like, hey guys, come get some sauce. When like thousands of Rick and Morty fans flocked to McDonald's across thousands. the nation. I think there's a bit more than thousands. Millions of Rick and Morty fans <laughs> flocking to McDonald's across the nation. Mm-hmm. Essentially shutting down all of other service at these establishments in order to get sauce. So, because I was bored one day, and it just so happened to be the day of the sauce. That's not, you planned. No, okay. There was a whole planning system okay, th- there. Okay, thanks, Britain, for yeah. revealing my evil. Um, yeah. I went to McDonald's with a buddy, mm-hmm. and we were like, oh, let's get some sauce. They're like, we don't got no sauce, Yo, but man, we got posters. Hit me up with them sauces. And then everyone got a poster except for me and my, my friend, and we had nasty <laughs> chicken strips. It was just not a fun time. <laughs> that sounds terrible. Don't get this sauce, guys. Don't it, support this. There's something evil about it. Yeah, no, this is like, this is slurm. This is <laughs> Ivan's ooze. Like, this will cause some sort of negative downturn to mm-hmm. society, but I don't know what it is yet. We will learn very I'm soon. I'm scared, frankly. So in the podcast, we're recording it the day this podcast is going to happen. Yeah. So The unspeakable evil will get to us some way mm-hmm. or form if it happens. It's very exciting. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm interested that that's what you went to um, when we talked about things that needed to stop. Because I was going to go to reboot the Guardian code, because that hasn't even had its full, like, episodes released yet and i'm already wanting it to end well i'm just kind of like i'm more curious about that than anything i'm super curious because like the original reboot i definitely have very hazy memories of watching as a very young lad um it was apparently like for its time the best animated thing ever yeah yeah no it was and like a lot of effort and time and love went into every episode of that show um it obviously doesn't hold up super well now but you can still, like, it's still watchable. Um, On Netflix. Yeah. Soon. Soon. And so Guardian Code is the sequel, question mark? It looks like a... It's like a sidequel. Spiritual successor. A spiritual successor slash soft reboot. Mm-hmm. A C-boot of <laughs> the reboot franchise. Uh, See, this is why I don't think they're allowed to reboot, reboot, because now reboot, I'm saying reboot, reboot. reboot. The reboot, reboot, featuring <laughs> opinionated alt-chick character and strong, tough, varsity boy Basically a Power Rangers cast. It's a Power Rangers cast, yeah. yeah. Um, go into the internet, the source. The virtual Cody reality. Yoko style. Um, to save the world from Megabyte. The evil. And Hexadecimal. Oh my god, that's such a cool name. Hexadecimal, yeah. <laughs> Why is that a cool name? No, Megabyte's a city. They have to save Megabyte from Hexadecimal. See, it, it, seeing this trailer was an experience. They that, mixed up the vernacular, I'm pretty sure. Like, my eyes were amazing. glazing over it, realizing that this was a reboot reboot, and I yeah. like I didn't absorb the information as I should have. Mm-hmm. My favorite part is when like the robot girl is just there talking like a robot in mm-hmm. class, and I'm like, ah! She looks like the Tsunami um, yeah. AI. Yeah, she does. <laughs> 
should die. So that'll be interesting, and I'm excited to watch it and probably have things to say about it on the podcast. You know what else is going to be interesting? The next season of the series of Unfortunate Events. And Jessica Jones. And Jessica Jones. Jessica Jones is coming sooner than um, yeah. Series of Unfortunate Events. Yeah. Um, Jessica Jones, I believe, March 8th? March 8th. Series of Unfortunate Events, March 23rd? 30th. 30th, okay. Um, those I'm, I'm excited for. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm excited because Jessica Jones seems like after being in The Defenders, like they kind of know how to write this character mm-hmm. and like where she needs to go story-wise, she, which is interesting. Like with Daredevil kind of... Hanging back until season three. Yeah. I I think I'm more excited for Jessica Jones than anything else. At the moment, yeah, I'm excited for Jessica Jones and Daredevil season three. Um, mm-hmm. And then Series of Unfortunate Events' first season was really solid. Mm-hmm. Um, visually, writing-wise, like, everything was pretty much on point. It's what you'd expect from yeah. a, a perfect adaptation. Well. Near perfect. Near perfect, because. Nothing's perfect. Because Jim Carrey wasn't. In it See, I think that's off. a you issue. That's not a that's not a me issue. I think that's an issue that people wouldn't have if they didn't already see Jim Carrey. He's he was perfect as Olaf, and I I really liked the series of unfortunate events movie though more than I'm sure a lot of people did. But well, yeah, that's like the movie that I watched like every night for many years. Yeah, I I didn't read the series because I was a very optimistic boy and I didn't like how. Negative. <laughs> was. No, I love I loved those books so much as a child. Um, but I I will see season two. Maybe not when it comes out. Maybe over a break. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that makes sense. Um, Ghostbusters one and two are also coming on the first of March. And They've come and gone and gone eight as times. they pleased. So. Um, forgetting Sarah Marshall, I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry. Moon, the Lazarus Project, Voltron season five. Um, I wrote two on the docket, but it's season five because that shows. Still keeps going. Yeah, I, I, I know at least one person who will be very excited. Um, I don't. Yeah, but I'm very excited to rewatch Forgetting Sarah Marshall and then forget about that movie again. Wow. Yeah. That was really good. How how long did you work on that bit? Two seconds. Damn. <laughs> um, movies. Sort of related tangentially to Netflix is. Full Metal Alchemist movie, um, well, which is like two and like two hours and fifteen. Two minutes. hours and fifteen minutes. Yeah, it doesn't. I like Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood a lot. I like original Full Metal Alchemist a lot. Well, it, it depends what you saw first. I think I saw the original first. Yeah, yeah. see, that's what I've seen. Um, but <sighs> Brotherhood's but, still really good, though. Yeah, no, they're both great. Like it's technically better, but well, they're. I think it depends what you want out of the series. Yeah. But the movie looks uh, okay. The it's got that um, live action that live anime action anime sheen sheen where the CG is abundant and obvious. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and uh, the costumes are too accurate. Right. And sometimes, right. Like we give um, movies here in the West a lot of flack for uh, whitewashing, as we should, mm-hmm. for making casts of characters that should be Japanese or Spanish or yeah. anything, and then making them white. What about when an anime movie takes a cast that should be... Uh, European. And then making them all Japanese? I think, I mean, because it's an anime-specific movie, I think... It's still problematic, but considering <laughs> the fact that Japan's movie industry isn't the most 
forward thinking no thing in the world um well they didn't have toy story so they don't they didn't get that cgi we had toy story yeah but um yeah like the cgi in it is it's better i will say than like the jojo's movie attack on titan or attack on titan Uh. one and two um like alphonse looks real good Alphonse looks good. He, he looks, looks like Alphonse. Most of the budget went to his armor because it is CG. I want anyone who's who's listening to this right now pause the podcast. Don't pause the podcast. You don't. Or, or don't keep listening ever. to it. <laughs> yeah. Right, because it, it won't pause if you try. Um, open a new tab. Look up. There you go. What Envy looks like in this movie, and then decide whether or not you want to see the movie. Sure. Because Envy looks <laughs> sinister. He looks like he's wearing. A, Two wigs. Yeah. He's about to make a wig reveal, like this drag race or something. Ooh. Like. Beneath that wig <laughs> is another wig. So, yeah. See at your own risk. If you like yeah. Brotherhood too much, see it. I watched the first 20 minutes of it, and I was like, oh, okay. See it with friends, just like I did with Death Note movie. Yo, the Death Note movie was wild. Yeah. And we never got to talk about that. <laughs> like, that is an experience. <laughs> that is whiplash, like, in filmmaking. That's what we were just talking about, about Netflix series. It Conceptually, it was cool. Yeah. And then it falls flat in every way. Almost every way. Willem Dafoe was Willem Dafoe, and Light was fine. Light wasn't fine. I liked Light. Oh, Light. Light. Okay. Yeah. Light was fine. L, L wasn't. wasn't great. Yeah. And Misa was Light also. Well, Misa should have been... Well, mm. Yeah, no, there's a lot. There's If you think about it too much, it just starts to eat you well, apart. Well, L just pulls out this, like, future gun. Yeah. And it's... That, from that point on, I'm just like, okay, and then, like, I'm the, okay with this now. Like, hour-long chase scene <laughs> with, like, too many jump cuts. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, speaking of, like, really well-made movies. Speaking of really well-made like, movies. actually well-made movies. Black Panther was super good. Oh, um, my We saw that God. last week. Independently. And then immediately after, texted each other about it. Well, what was weird was we saw it independently, mm-hmm. but we left the theater at the same, at the what same was, time. What was the time of your viewing? Two. Yeah. Yeah. One forty. Weird. Okay. Anyway. Um, <laughs> it's so good. It's really. It's the. It's. I would say it's the, the best, best Marvel, Marvel movie. movie. Yeah. Yeah, and that's like, it just, as far as importance goes, because of the representation in the cast and the art direction, and the fact that like forty five plus different tribes and cultures were represented mm-hmm. in the set design, in the costume design, but in language given used. respect because they acted like people. Yeah. Um, yeah, and like, and unless you tr- you force yourself to watch the after credits, by the way, you don't have to this time, guys. No, you have don't to. Don't do it. It's the Marvel way. You have to sit there for an extra fifteen minutes. That's the only place that there's a cameo, which made me so happy. Yeah, it's Black Panther one hundred percent. Yeah, which is good. It mm-hmm. doesn't feel like it stands alone almost one hundred percent. Um, from the convoluted mess that is the full Marvel lore at the moment. Well, I think at the the ending of that movie is going to tie into Infinity Wars, but I, yeah, I won't, like... Yeah, sure. Yeah. It has my favorite cha- car chasing of, like, it's, all time? It's a real good one. <laughs> and it's set to good music. Yes, it is. The whole soundtrack. The whole movie's set to good music. Yeah. And they don't overdo it. Yeah, no. It's good. It's yeah. good. Like, it could have felt like... They could have played the entire Kendrick album. And but they didn't. And they didn't. And that's good. <laughs> they played what I wanted to, them to play. Three songs, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the credits, as soon as the credits kick in with all the stars, it was oh, so good. Michael B. Jordan was really good in um, it. Yeah. Yeah, Michael B. Jordan was really, really good. And, like, 
a good example of a villain that has very similar goals to the protagonist. It's just the way that they go about doing it is different. Yeah, it's like it's like history. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, it's good. It's good. If you haven't seen Black Panther, go see Black Panther. Go see Black Panther. Please. It's really good. Please see this film. Strong women, strong everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's it for this week, essentially. Essentially. Um, what's coming up? Is there anything coming up that you're excited about, um, specifically? Like Dragon Ball? Yeah, well, uh, Dragon Ball Super's ending. I probably said that on the in another timeline, but... Yeah, um, yeah Dragon Ball Super is ending. But I'll, I'll, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that in a podcast mm-hmm. or two. Mm-hmm. Um, that could have its whole, uh, its own whole ass episode. Yeah, <laughs> talking um, about Dragon Ball Super. <laughs> other than that, you know, there, I, I don't really have much I'm looking forward to, which is good for my wallet. Yeah, that's important. But yeah, what do you? How are you feeling? How am I feeling? Um, I am interested to see what extra content's gonna be in Final Fantasy XV's Royal Edition. Mm-hmm. Um, they're adding more. DLC separate from the season pass, yeah. right? Yeah, it's gonna be its own like thing, basically. Which is cool. Um, yeah, I'm excited for that. And then beyond that, I'm just kind of ready to get into that Jessica Jones. So. Oh, we forgot to talk about the Han Solo movie. No, we didn't. And that's it for tonight's podcast. <laughs> I'd like to thank everyone for watching. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening to It Won't Turn Off, episode 88. Um, if you missed it earlier, be sure to check out both Gamefly and Loot Crate, two Ooh. new sponsors of the podcast. I'll take uh, advantage of that. Yeah, please do take advantage of that, because with Loot Crate, you'll get 10% off any plan that you decide on. Um, and with Gamefly, you get a free month, one game. You can play that entire month. And there's some great new releases that you can check out with that. Yeah. And if like you, it can install, and then you can buy it later, mm-hmm. and just play it. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. exciting. Try before you buy, with GameFly. <laughs> That's not even on the thing. That's not even on. That's the, the old logo, right? Yeah. Try before you buy. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Outro music.